is the Meeting of Minds podcast with me, Philippa Robinson. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Philippa Robinson. Today, I am going to be talking about bravery and courage and what they mean, what they mean to me, and how perhaps if you want to, um, it might be possible to to try and experience being a bit braver or a bit more courageous, um, if that is something that is interesting to you or important to you. I mean, there are all, there are times when we all have to call on um, our bravery or our courage to um, get us through a situation. But what I'm talking about here is a more deliberate um, intention to uh, um, increase our capacity for bravery or and or courage. Um, and I I have found that by practicing those um, skills, shall we say, um, uh, it, it, it is easier to call upon them when we absolutely need them in when we're in dire straits. So um, I it's been on my mind a little bit lately. So um, I thought that's what I'd talk about to, um, today. So to start off, I uh, looked up definitions of bravery and courage. And it's really interesting because when you look at brave or bravery, it refers to courage. And when you look up courage, it refers to bravery or being brave. So the two are linked, but I know I have heard people talking about um, the difference in the two before. And um, really what I found was that they both uh, refer to an ability to confront something painful, difficult or dangerous. But bravery involves doing that without any fear. And courage involves doing that despite any fear. So courage is the ability to confront something painful, difficult, or dangerous despite feeling fear. And um, I think that's really interesting. It reminds me of the book, the age-old book from years ago, sort of, I think it was one of the original like self-help books that, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. So I think, you know, that is really where courage comes from. And over the years, I've had quite a few people say to me, oh, aren't you brave? Um, I don't, people don't say to me, oh, aren't you courageous? But I think um, a lot of the time I am feeling fear much more than people realize. So I'm probably calling on my courage rather than my bravery. Um, and really the distinction doesn't matter. I mean, I, I'm only making a distinction here for the purposes of, of what I'm talking about. Because, you know, 
in real life, when we're having to do what we have to do in a situation, I mean, you, you know, we just have to get on with it, don't we? And um, and that and that's what we do. But I I think I probably am more courageous than brave because I do feel fear a lot of the time. I mean, just every time I start recording a podcast, I get really nervous. I get butterflies in my stomach and I get a bit like, oh, am I going to dry up? Am I going to have enough to say? Um, oh, but then I get started. And, you know, and I felt that today, but then I, I get started and I find it flows because really, I mean, if it doesn't flow, I can stop the recording. I can start again. I can stop it um, and cut bits out. I can do, you know, I, I say I, I have uh, the lovely Jay who does that for me. Who, if I ask him to cut bits out, he can do. But I do find rarely I ask him to cut bits out because I really like just talking and what comes out comes out because and that's in a very similar way that I'm talking about courage because courage comes from um uh, the word cour which is french for heart and it's very much courage comes from the heart that you know you feel the fear but you know you just gather that strength together and your heart just tells you to to do it and um yeah, um, I've slightly lost my train of thought there. Sorry, perimenopause brain. Um, what has had this on my mind today or this week, really, is that I wrote um, a blog post recently. And if you haven't been to my website, which is safeandsupported.co.uk, uh, if you had a few moments and you wanted to go and check it out, there are a few um, blog posts on there. And whilst you're there on the homepage, you can sign up for my newsletter that I am going to start doing very, uh, very soon. Uh, I won't be bombarding you with loads of um, rubbish. Um, I won't be sending it out more than once a month, but it will keep you um, up to date with things that I'm doing, things that I'm writing about, the progress on my book. Um, that sort of thing. So if you would like to hear from me once a month in a newsletter, please go to the my homepage on my website and sign up uh, at the bottom of the page. Uh, and uh, you, can you can unsubscribe from that anytime you like. Okay, so in a recent blog post uh, called Stepping Stones, I talked about um, my journey over some stepping stones um, in Yorkshire when we went away um, a few weeks ago. But that story sort of has to go back about three years um, to when I was right in the middle of my uh, therapy. And I was having a really quite bad time um, and it was really hard. And I used to take myself off for walks quite a lot because it just gave me a bit of a breather, a bit of time to reflect process what was going on, feel sorry for myself, yell if I needed to, cry if I needed to. It just gave me some space. And I was out walking in some woods uh, one day that I go to quite a lot. And I came across a massive fallen tree across the path. 
uh, it was so big I couldn't climb over it. So, and it was along a path that had a bank going down on one side and a bank going up on the other. So I, I had three choices, I suppose. One was to go back, one was to go down the bank and round, and the other was to go up the bank and round. And I wasn't going back. I don't like going back if I, uh, unless I have to. So I decided to go up. Um, I walked back just a few paces where the bank was slightly less steep, tiny bit less steep. And there were some tree, little saplings and good tree roots and things I could get hold of. The bank was not very big. I mean, maybe 10 big strides. Maybe it was a little bit more than that. But it, I mean, you know, I'm not talking a massive uh, bank here, but it was it was big enough for it to be a little bit of a challenge. And it was quite steep. But I decided to go for it. I just thought, come on, Philippa, you can do this. And I put one foot up on the bank. And then I realized I was just standing there waiting for, waiting for what? I was waiting for either my foot to sort of get a hold and, and just sort of feel safe and secure, I think, I think, or I was waiting for it to slide back down. And I think it wasn't, wet that day but it certainly wasn't really dry and the bank was a little bit slippy and I put my foot up rested all my weight on it and just sort of watched and experienced my foot sliding back down and I just sort of caught hold of myself and thought well what am I doing if I just stand there and wait for myself to slide back down I'm never going to get up this bank I'm really going to have to do something more than that so I just started putting, instead of waiting to slide back down, I just started putting one foot in front of the other. I was grabbing um, tree roots and little saplings um, to help me go up as I went. As I went, And, you know, it didn't take that long at all. And I was up the bank and I got to the top and was like, whoa, my heart was pumping like mad. And I was just like, whoa, that was amazing. And, you know, God, I can do it. I can, I did it and I can do it. And it it seems something so little, but it was, it was quite a big day that do, doing that. It was, it really changed my mindset a bit to make me to make me want to try things differently, to be courageous or brave, whatever a situation called for, and to just, um, I suppose, not wait for life to come to me or let wait for situations to come to me, to, to sort of take more action and be more proactive in a way. It, it, it was quite a big moment. <laughs> And um, what what then happened, um, and, and I think in that situation, I was being brave because it wasn't anything painful. It was slightly difficult. It wasn't dangerous, um, but I didn't really feel fear. It was more, I didn't feel the fear. I just got on with it. I just told myself, it's okay, you can do this. Actually, I didn't know I could do it, but I thought I can give it a better go. And I did. And maybe I wasn't even being brave. Maybe I was just 
uh, I don't know, don't know what the word is, but it felt it felt like something big happened in that moment. And what it it the knock on effect of that was that I try now still to practice doing things that I feel uncomfortable about um, whenever the situation arises and I feel able to do that. Uh, one thing in particular is, you know, we have a, a, a we have a dog that we walk uh, that gets a walk every day. Often it's me, not always. Um, but we we go in woods and um, all sorts of places and the streams and there's banks to jump across and there's gullies and this, that and the other. And I've always had a real problem jumping from one side of the of something to another, whether there's a hole in between. Um, it's just like I don't trust myself, trust my body to get me over there. And there's lots of reasons for that. And that's a whole other episode. Um, but what I started to do was think, okay, normally I wouldn't do that. I'm going to have a go. And if I'm with somebody, I'll ask them to do it. And my, my boys, my husband, you know, they'll just sort of walk, jump across it. No problem. And I'll ask them to go. And then I'll ask them to help me. I'll ask them to give me their hand and just to give me a guide over, um, and I'm not talking big gaps here. I'm only talking quite little ones, really, just slightly bigger than your stride, my stride. Um, but when I've done it, I'll then do it again a couple of times on my own to reinforce that, ah, oh, I can do that. And bit by bit, that's been having quite a profound effect uh, on, 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 on my, on just the way I feel about myself, really. Um, and that's what led me to the stepping stones in Yorkshire. Um, one lovely sunny day uh, at the beginning of this month, end of May, beginning of June, something like that. Um, and yeah, the stepping stones really took courage, though. Uh, when uh, the the I, I talk about it a lot. I tell the story on the blog post, and maybe you, if you're interested. Um, you can go and read that. Um, but, you know, I just jumped on the stepping stones. We, we looked at where they were and there was this whole line of people going across them. I didn't pay too much attention, but I could see all these people. I could see all these little kids doing it and thought, yeah, come on, let's go and do it. There was also a bridge next to the stepping stones, which was another, which was a much easier way over. But the kids, my husband, were all going and I went, yeah, OK, I'll come and do it too. And just jumped on the first one behind my uh, oldest son. And um, off we went very slowly, step by step, very slowly. Didn't know what the um, holdup was until we got to the middle where it was really deep or it looked really deep. It, it was quite deep. I wasn't going to drown in it if I fell in, um, but it was deep. It was flowing quite fast because there'd been a lot of rain. It was really disorientating. And there were two stones that weren't that weren't largely flat. They were a funny shape. You you couldn't, you know, you had oh it, it's making me feel a bit strange just thinking about it. They they were uneven. Um it was just and I froze. I really froze. I just I can't do it. And I just said to to my son, I can't do it. I just can't do it. 
and I can't turn around and go back because there's so many people. I just don't know what I'm going to do. And I was starting to think about, OK, if I just jump down, um, uh, it'll that's what I'll have to do. But I didn't do that. He helped me. We got across. And my legs were shaking, my heart was pumping, my head felt like it was going to explode. But I was also really happy and really pleased that I'd done it. Um, I don't know whether I'll do it again. I might do it again if uh, it's not so busy and the water's not so deep. But um, it, it really, I did really have to dig deep to keep going um, there. And I do think that the reason I was able to, to do that and keep on going was obviously because my son had helped me, but also because I had been practicing being a bit braver and starting to trust myself and um, also practice being courageous in situations where I felt fear. So, yeah, it was a really... Uh, that was a big day, those stepping stones. Um, and I think that experience has really helped me realise the uh, benefit of practising new ways of being because they're new and they don't come easily. So practising, practice makes progress, as they say. And... Um, you know, it's something that I practice a lot. I'm practicing it in my in my business. Um, I practice, I practice, um, you know, doing this podcast calls on me to overcome those initial nerves and feelings of worry. Um, posting, posting on Instagram and Facebook really um, made me feel quite sick at the beginning. A year on, I've been well. I've been doing it nearly a year now, and it it is come it it comes easier. I wouldn't say it's easy, but it comes easier now. Um, and those all call for a bit of bravery on my part. The personal development work that I have done over the last four years has really called for courage because it has hurt. It has been very difficult. And um, I'm in the in the middle of writing um, my memoir, and I've had to dig really deep into some of my memories to to do this. And it's really surprising me how many examples there are over the years of courage um, where I have had to dig deep, um, know that I am fearful, and just have to carry on and get on with whatever is required of me in that moment and you know the courage through those years that I can now recall because actually a lot of it I'd forgotten a lot of it I didn't remember a lot of it has been very blurry but slowly it's becoming clearer as I write um so actually writing the book is triggering a lot of memories, but it's also really helping me. It's helping me discover 
discover me a bit more, discover what I have been like, how I have ended up in situations I've ended up in, how it has all affected me. And also all the limiting beliefs that have held me back and how I can discard those now um, and move on, like leave behind. One of the reasons for writing the memoir is really so I can leave behind a lot of this historic stuff, draw a line under it as much as you ever can draw a line under the past, um, because I want to move forward um, being very different. I am moving forward with being different. Um, I don't want to sink back into my depression of three to four years ago. But if I do, you know, I know I crawled out of that. I ha- I crawled out of that once and I have sunk back little bits in the since, but not, I haven't fallen quite so much down the big black hole that I went down the first time. And each time it doesn't last as long. And um, so if I do sink back, I know I will be okay because I've done it before. And, um, you know, it just feels important for me to write the book. So that's what I'm doing. Um, and, you know, an example of um, me trying to do things differently. Uh, back in the early days of my therapy, I really wanted to try I try being different or doing things a different way. And I was having a conversation with somebody very dear to me one day and they were saying something that um, I was having a reaction to. I didn't quite know how to verbalize that reaction because I wasn't quite sure what the reaction was. But when they said it again, I just felt I had to say something because normally I wouldn't. Normally I'd just let it go and sort of go and brood on it, um, worry about it, be angry about it, whatever. But I decided to say something. Um, What I said was really clumsy. It probably now I realize it probably triggered um, something in them. But it was an example of me trying to do something differently. And I have learned from that. And I will, I will in other situations, be able to say what I'm feeling, but I will also have uh, the benefit of that experience and be kinder about it. I wasn't being deliberately unkind but because I was trying something different, I made a real mess up of it. But I'm glad I did because we have got over the awkwardness that came from that. Um, And I have great compassion for me in that moment, trying to do something different and messing it up. Um, Because doing things differently is really unfamiliar. And, you know, our brains want um familiarity and they they don't they don't um like us to behave differently even if it's better for us to behave in a different way the brain wants to go back to what it knows and understands 
So to actually do something differently, real cause calls for bravery and courage sometimes to to carry on with it and, and carry on practicing and carry on doing it. And it really is worth it um, if you can build up um, resilience and and learn to do things differently. But also it takes it, it can take its toll as well. So it's really important whilst you are practicing being a different way that you look after yourself. Um, you know me, I always say self-care first. So really look after your uh, your yourself, look after your energy, um, be aware of whether you are triggering any past trauma and just really look after yourself. Give you give yourself time to process what has happened and be really kind and compassionate to yourself, even if you've messed it up because you've tried you're trying. And that's really, you know, really important. Um, and why is it important? Well, if we want to be different, if if how we are behaving is not really serving us anymore, um, I'm sorry to say this, but no one is going to come and rescue us, fix us or save us. You know, if we want to... Uh, experience life differently we have to take responsibility for ourselves and learn to show up in new ways but taking that personal responsibility is the path to freedom freedom from the past and freedom from the ways that we we have done things up until now but you know want them to be different Yeah, um, I've got a great quote um, here that I've written down just to remind me. Um, it's from Maya Angelou, uh, the queen of the greatest quotes. And she says, courage is the most important of all the virtues, because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. You can practice any virtue erratically, but nothing consistently without courage. And I think that's a great quote to um, to live by and to um, illustrate what I was just saying about um, having courage to try things differently. Because the key to the success of those new things and the key to freedom is being consistent. Yeah. Um, So just one sort of couple more final thoughts before I finish um, today. Um, I was reading uh, reading this um, article and it was talking about, um, you know, if we want to do things differently, we might feel that we are breaking out of a box or a cage that we've been in. Um, and this article was talking about cages aren't made of iron. They're made of thoughts. And I thought it was really interesting. You know, the thought and those thoughts are stories that we tell ourselves about who we are, who we're supposed to be, and what we can and cannot do. 
but we don't have to believe those stories. And those stories come from many places in our past. They will come from things that um, we are told by our parents, our teachers, our family, our friends, our community, um, society in general, the advert advertising that we are that we see. Uh, you, you know, we those stories come from so many different places, and um, they also come from the way we have experienced life up until now but we don't have to believe those stories. Um, there is a way to do things differently, um, but we do need courage to look deep and change. And um, I'm just going to uh, finish today with a quote from Brené Brown, because if anybody, if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you will, might have heard me talking about Brené Brown, who I just think is fantastic I love Brené Brown uh, as much as you can love someone who you've never met and you've just read all their books <laughs> so the this quote is you either walk inside your story and own it or you stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness I love that so wishing you all well until next week when I'll be back with another episode and um if if this has sort of provoked any thoughts that you would like to share with me or you want to get in touch I would love to hear from you um you can go to my website and use the contact button you can message me on Instagram where I'm at safe and supported coaching or you can find me on uh, Facebook where I'm just Philippa Robinson, one L and two P's, Philippa. Uh, or you can send me an email to meetingofmindspodcast uh, at gmail.com. So I would love to hear from you. Um, if you want to join my mailing list but can't bother going to my website, you could contact me any of those ways I've just said and ask that I put you on uh, my mailing list, which I'm quite happy to do. Give me your email address and I will do that. Um, yeah, and just wishing you um, courage to walk inside your story. Okay, lots of love. Back next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website at www.safeandsupported.co.uk. Until next time, bye.